0: Let's make our music! Let's get free of the funk that we're in Make some noise out of tweet suggestions Assembling songs and crafting Music. Music that's divine! Welcome to
1: Let's Make a Music, the podcast that pulls back the curtain on the songwriting process. I'm Laura Catherine Gilbert.
2: I'm Brian David Gilbert.
3: And I'm Karen Hahn.
2: We went with organic this week. This one's, uh, I think, a good one. I, I'll i be honest, normally when I write the question, I try to make sure it's far removed from a recent prompt, but I didn't realize that that Bulbous was going to just send us straight into Vegetable Town, and it feels like this is similarly in Vegetable Town, but I think we can still pull it off.
3: Um, well, we were talking off Mike, like Laura mentioned that she tried, as a result, to pick prompts that were less, like, vegetable-focused, and I will say, like, I have some prompts that are vegetable-focused, but in a way that is not so direct as last time. Okay, good. Um, yeah, yeah. We, we want were to very started? direct sure. in the
2: last one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you could get more direct about vegetables. No, and- you really
3: can't. Yeah, uh, d- Gerald like been posting even more recently. I feel like anyway. Yeah. We'll have um, to
2: every every few episodes. We'll have to check in on Gerald to <laughs> make sure in. that he's yes. doing okay.
3: Yes. Uh, do I mean? Do we want to just go straight into yeah, the tweet? Yeah, let's yes. get into okay. it. I have five total. I'll start with two that I really like, okay. and I may or may not share the other three over the course of the episode. Great. I love it. So me. the first one is from Snow Blaseball Now at Stan Wolfpack. If dirt is so cool, why didn't they make a dirt too? Mm. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I really think that offers a lot of food for thought. Yes. 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 <laughs> um, and the second one is from Swartz at Swertyman. How to bring up casually that you're at a farmer's that you are a farmer's market to impress them in conversation? I have to assume that means that they meant you are at a farmer's market, but we can also just say that you are a farmer's market. I am a farmer's market. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> I think pretty good because that definitely does feel like something like if you were on a phone, if you were on the phone and you were at the farmer's market, you would like want to mention that mm-hmm. you know? for sure. Yeah. So totally. that vibe very relatable for me, mm-hmm. and I and works for the organic prompt. That's- oh, I did want to say. I complained several episodes ago about people not responding to the prompt properly in terms of not looking up the word. And this time around, some people did, because the prompt is organic, have like, oh, like an organ sound, but always added something that related to organic as a prompt so kudos to you guys we've, we've
2: finally <laughs> but i didn't
3: pick any of your prompts <laughs> <So>
2: karen <laughs> smiles upon you this yeah. day <laughs> amazing unbelievable uh talking about dirt and can i uh well uh, here's a question to karen well it's Alara also maybe this was uh maybe this was in my curriculum uh four years below you but in like first grade did you have a a unit in your science course that was all about erosion of soil or was that just me and my Miss Schaefer taught us? I all mean, about we definitely
3: erosion? learned about that. I don't know if it's in yeah. first grade, but we definitely learned about erosion and also the fact that like different layers of dirt mm-hmm. make up the earth, yes. basically
2: loam, yes. silt, loam. you, yes. you know all I was the classics. More of
3: like. Where the dinosaur bones are, oh, and the like, strata, yeah, okay, the ah, real big yes. ones, okay. <laughs> the big okay. layers. Okay, I got
2: you. <laughs> See, what what happened to me is that my teacher spent again like a good whole week all about erosion, and it was mm-hmm. it was my maybe first um, uh, memory of. Climate slash global existential dread where uh, the teacher really hammered at home that was like erosion huh. is going to destroy the topsoil. And then once the topsoil has gone, no one's going to be able to grow any food. And I was yeah. like oh god and I came yeah. home and I was crying to mom and mom was like what's wrong and I was like "Erosion's gonna kill everyone yeah. and she was like I don't think that's true and I, it was true I was worried about the wrong uh, global major natural disaster that c- could be slowly <laughs> encroaching on us but I still had that major fear because she was like let's go on outside and let's look at how right next to the storm drain it's eroded all of the mm-hmm. grass next to it and I was like
0: yeah. oh no we've really
2: screwed it up everyone we're never gonna have topsoil again (laughs) we're never gonna have it and so i think i would have felt much better if at that age someone had introduced a dirt to something that could replace the the topsoil once
3: you've eroded it all i I will say well number one our erosion course was definitely not that fatalistic but number two Mm I like that prompt in general of dirt to the the dirt to tweet. But I also think like dirt to technically already exists because as we've discussed, there's so many different kinds of dirt. Okay. So yeah. it's not like there is only one dirt and we haven't had a dirt to it's like there's dirt million out there. There's a lot yeah. of dirts. Mm-hmm. Clay is a different kind of kind of dirt. Clay is you know? a
2: t- type of dirt. Um, yeah. Base rock. Is that just in Minecraft? I don't know. I feel like I have at some point all of my understanding of like, different geological strata has just been replaced by different mining games that I've played in my life. Like yeah. where you did you, that flash game where you dig down really low and then you get the fancy made up uh, ores and then you can okay, make your no, drill I don't know this s- stronger. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that was just me.
3: Yeah. I mean, I am realizing that a lot of things that I would associate with dirt are not really dirt. Like limestone is not dirt, but is mm. in the ground. What is um, dirt though? Cause, <laughs> Cause we like can, how do we define? Yeah, how do what, we is, what is dirt? dirt? Okay, so according to the Wikipedia article for Please. dirt, yes. dirt is unclean matter, especially when in contact with a person's clothes, skin, or possessions. Okay, yes. Um, common types of dirt include dust, a general powder of organic or mineral matter, filth, foul matter such as excrement, filth. grime, a black ingrained <laughs> dust such as soot. And soil, grime. the mix of clay, sand, and humus, which lies on top of bedrock.
1: Humus okay. bedrock, that's it, not base rock. Okay, I got it. Um <laughs> I, I think it would really change my view of like planting anything if if we used the word filth. Like if you were like, okay, so what <laughs> yeah. you gotta do is dig down and you want about you wanna hole about two inches below the surface of the filth and put the seed in and then a carrot <laughs> will happen.
2: I didn't realize that even grime had a specific you can, if you're dirty or you're grimy, you're different that's a different thing.
0: Hmm.
1: Do you think it has to do with the level of moisture? Dust feels dust is dry right Dust is, dust got, is pretty, dust pretty dry', dry. Yeah. It's pretty dry uh, As soon as we get filth feels wetter, grime mm-hmm. feels oilier. I don't know. Okay, yeah. This is not based on any kind of scientific scale. I would just
3: say wetter as well for grime. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But uh, dirt is definitely not as dry as dust.
3: I mean, these all sound extremely interchangeable. Like, I click through to filth, and the first, it goes to, like, the wiki, wiktionary article, and the first definition is uh, for filth is dirt. Oh. And then if you <laughs> wow. click through to grime, okay. Um, the first definition is dirt, grease, soot, etc. Okay. So what about
2: grunge? Where does grunge fit into this whole dirt scenario? Grunge. grunge. Yeah. If you're grungy.
3: Mm. Um, grunge may also refer to soil. What? Mm. Okay. So there are all- really. Oh, and soil is also its own article apart from dirt. So. When we're... Oh, soil is also commonly referred to as earth or dirt. Man. Some scientific definitions distinguish dirt from soil by restricting the former term specifically to displaced soil.
2: Displaced So dirt's soil. when it
3: just gets kicked is, around? So is dirt,
2: dirt like... already dirt too? Because it oh, seems like the only way you is... <laughs> can create dirt is by displacing the displacing
3: soil. This is a uh, ship of Theseus.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. How? Yeah.
2: Wow. Man. Well. well. <laughs> That's a lot to think about. Yeah. yeah. I do love, I I I always love a good, I feel like the thing is like what we've just also stumbled upon is a lot of potentially auditory inspirations, grungy, grimy, dirty, mm. something of that nature. But I've got a, a little... Tweet that I would like to share real quick. Yeah,
3: let's hear it. Can I share just one last thing from the dirt oh, yes. Wikipedia page? Oh yes, I would love Please. to. Know. There's two pictures on the page. One is of an illustration of a big dust heap, and the other is a picture of a pub named Dirty Dicks. Okay. And the caption is: "Dirty Dicks is a Bishopsgate pub named after Dirty Dick, who once owned it and was notoriously filthy."
2: <laughs> notoriously wow. filthy. Click through real quick. How uh, how filthy do you have to be to be notoriously filthy?
3: Apparently, he refused to wash following the death of his fiance on their wedding day. Oh. And so for the entire rest of his life, he refused to wash her clean. Oh,
2: that's oh, that's,
3: so
2: that's sad. a sad backstory to a thing that I was expecting to be funny, and I yeah. hate that.
1: The old tragedy bait and switch. Are we sure that's
2: true, though? Because it feels like at one point in his life. He goes up to someone and's like, Oh, man, Dick, you're kind of stinky today. And he's like, It's because I haven't washed since my fiancé died on our wedding day. Now don't you feel bad? Don't you feel bad for calling me out about that? And I think that like, maybe... He was actually that's just a lie that he needed to tell because he didn't like bathing.
3: Well, the thing is, there are citations on this page, um, including a guide to artifacts of colonial America um, by Ivor Noel Hume and a couple of pieces, uh, one in JSTOR and another one in The Independent that seem to corroborate this story.
2: Mm. Mm. But were they there? But but are they primary sources? Or are they secondary or tertiary sources? I mean, because these are obviously
3: secondary gets. or tertiary sources, but they would be pulling from primary sources, presumably.
2: All right. Well, I'm just I'm here to say that that's that sounds a little fishy to me.
3: You're gonna be haunted by this guy who's like, "How yeah. dare you besmirch my name?"
2: Um, <laughs> I'm gonna wake up <laughs> one already, night yeah. in a fit of stink, uh, just <laughs> aroused by a terrible smell, uh, and I will know that I've I've. My car, my (laughs)
3: here. Look at his picture, which I am showing you only, Brian, because he's sitting next to me as we record this. I'll put it in the chat as well. He looks Mm like a man who would haunt you if you did this to him.
2: Yeah, I get haunted by that guy. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, that being said, he turned it into a profitable bar, or was that somebody else who made the bar named after him? Because that sounds Um, no. He
3: owned it. It seems okay.
2: Okay, so you know, good. Good branding early on in their life. Good, good, good for you, dirty dick. Mm-hmm. Um.
3: <gasps> okay. Now you may continue. Now
2: I make. my okay. Here's my tweet that I was gonna say. This one comes from Who Turgled uh, at Don Soda. I paid too much for this to taste so bad.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm.
2: have had this experience every time that I've bought coconut water, and also sometimes <laughs> with kombucha, where mm. those two things do cost more. And I but every time I get I get swindled into being like but it costs a lot and a lot of people like it. So maybe I'll try it this time. Maybe my taste buds have changed, uh, but with coconut water, it has never changed.
3: Uh, what's that like screenshot that became a meme of that video? It's like, sometimes things that are expensive are, are oh, worse. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Are worse. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good old oh, yeah. freckle.
1: Yeah, it's
2: true. Laura, do you have any um, things that you've eaten that are taste good or taste terrible, but are so expensive?
1: Yes, I, I, like you, I also have been in the line to leave like a grocery store and seen the the expensive drinks of like oh mm-hmm. this is a and and they say they the the benefits they tout are so it's you know like extra hydration it feel you mm-hmm. it feels like oh this is a good thing I can do for myself drinking this thing and but it is yeah I don't like I wish I liked kombucha because everyone seems to like it but it does taste like stinky to me a little i
2: don't know it's, It'd be, it's I, got I a don't... little cider vinegar yeah, yeah it's, and, uh...
3: I, and it is expensive. well you say that but then you drink the still water that's been in your water bottle for days <laughs> yeah but that's water it's not changing uh i guess <laughs> the thing is uh, the thing is i could smell it and then i'm like brian can't you smell the way your water smells and he's like no
2: <laughs> no it tastes fine i don't know I was, it's just water it's still pure it hasn't been touched by nothing it's great it's been in my water bottle for four days i'll drink it it's gonna be okay I'm just oh, trying to conserve man. things, you know? I don't oh, think there's really. anything wrong with that.
3: Um, I will say, I don't think it's kombucha's fault. Um, it's just, it's not that it's organic, I would say, but just the way that it is engineered that makes it taste a certain way. Yeah. Just, a, cr- I mean, blanket kombucha is a kind of bitter drink. It's not mm-hmm. an inherently pleasant taste that you would associate with something you would drink. I think that's non-medicinal. I had a, I had a,
2: so when I was working at climbing gym in my first job, the, I mean, everyone there was hella crunchy. And so like, they were all sipping on kombucha all day long. And me as a 16 year old there with my water bottle full of stale water, they would just be like, Oh, you can just drink water all day. I can't just drink water. I need to have it be like a a flavored thing or whatever. And that's why I drink kombucha. And I'm like, that seems fake to me you have to you can everyone drinks water mm-hmm. you gotta like right. water right right
3: yeah you have to drink it to stay alive yeah
1: Th- that's what
2: i've heard it's like a, yeah
3: yeah <laughs> it's a great uh.
1: unifier but it, we all have to yeah
3: mm-hmm. uh, i will say i did also see another tweet about uh, organic stores that is semi-related that i thought was good from macaulay cluckland at boiled ghost no i'm telling you these blueberries can't be organic they're too round a quote from a customer at the organic store I worked in. Wow. Um, so based on personal experience, I have to applaud it. And also like number one does jive with my experience in customer service where it's like, people will just say things and they're allowed to do that. And people just, just say
2: things and it, it sucks sometimes. Yeah. yeah.
3: But it also like sort of reminded me, do you guys know like there's like delivery services where they just send you the fruit and veg that is slightly misshapen that they won't sell in the grocery store, even though there's nothing else that's really wrong with it? Yeah. Just thinking about those misshapen boys. Yeah. They're nice. Yeah. I love that. They're just lumpy. Exactly.
1: And that doesn't make them less lovable. Makes them more Mm -hmm. lovable, frankly. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's one I flagged that I, I liked and it's... Well, here here it is. It's from Selena beeps at P and butter. Just letting the birds in yard do whatever they need to. I like this (laughs) because, um, well, I just really
2: liked it. I think you gotta let them do what they want.
1: There was a period of time in when we were growing up that we had a bird feeder in our backyard. Mm -hmm. It was exciting mostly because of the endless project of trying to keep the squirrel from scaling Mm -hmm. the tiny pole to get up there. And and we bought like a contraption that was sort of like an umbrella type thing that hung in the middle of the pole to try to keep the squirrel from coming up. And it was, Mm -hmm. uh, and for me as a child, the most exciting part about the bird feeder was the eternal struggle of, have we prevented the squirrel from getting up there? But that is not what a bird feeder should be. I mean, a a bird feeder should be about feeding the birds. And, but but I- But
2: can I say, why can't we feed squirrels too? Yeah. Right? Because I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking back to that time, and I'm thinking about the times that I would look out there when, like, my mom would be like, oh, there's an Oriole there, and I'd be like, cool, bird, but, like, whenever my mom would be like, oh, the dang squirrel, I would get to the window, I want to see what that squirrel's doing that they is can way really more reach interesting. their
1: arms around they are they have ambition and they have uh, they have i believe they've they've really got a kind of go-getter attitude about this kind of thing Honest, and yeah, um,
2: honestly like the obstacle course aspect of it is yeah. way more enjoyable to me than than just seeing a bird you got wings okay that's cheating first and foremost <laughs> if you're going to play on an even playing field you can't use those but mm. why is the squirrel allowed to? I mean,
3: I think you are getting at a fundamentally different question, which is you want to see a fun animal, which has nothing to do with who should be eating from the bird feeder.
2: OK, but but what's the hierarchy of things I should be feeding in my backyard?
3: <laughs> who well, who, who made called, the rules? Nobody <laughs> made the rules. I think the point is a bird feeder is called a bird feeder. Right. I keep it's pronouncing it weird. It's a bird feeder because it's meant to feed the birds. hmm. Um, I'm on the page of the humane society that is about this <laughs> got <right> pages. <laughs>
2: We've got so many pages.
3: <laughs> I'm the book one on this podcast. Um, and it says most of the time, some people, okay. Some people have nothing against squirrels and will let them take what they want from feeders mm-hmm. and where possible a little for squirrels and more for the birds seem to be a good compromise. The real problems begin when that arrangement doesn't satisfy the squirrels and they take their share and then some, mm. Oof. um, which, I don't know. I feel like that really is generally the reason that people keep the squirrels off, because once they see a bunch of seeds, they're just going to keep taking from it. Is right. the idea? Yeah, I guess. And then that's the birds true. won't have anything to eat.
2: Yeah, yeah. But I still like them a lot. <laughs>
3: <laughs> do you really?
2: I do like squirrels. Yes, and chipmunks. Absolutely, I love chipmunks.
3: But they're I love cute, sweet too. little
2: cuties. Oh, they're and they're fun. They're fun to watch.
1: They are. The, but the final tweet I'd like to bring up, which does not have anything to do with what we just discussed, but it, it made me smile, is from at Sir Bear Hands, locally horsed. It's just a pun. And I like the word <laughs> horsed as a verb. It just, it just made me smile. Locally horsed. That's nice. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought I'd, I wanted to say it. I wanted to bring it up, but. <laughs> I'd love to have a locally horsed. What would,
2: what would be, does that mean that, it was brought to you by a local horse or that what is the what's the scenario there if I'm getting something locally horsed to me
1: yeah well I think yeah I think yeah it's it's come from a horse that lives in your neighborhood
2: then your neighbor horse has stopped by yeah brought over a nice little bag of sugar or something and it's my locally horsed bag of sugar Mm -hmm. okay I mean I like that just as a character (laughs) (laughs) just as a concept i've got here let me bring up another tweet though i've got another tweet this comes from at that redhead 27 uh cassidy benson no necromancy does not count as organic chemistry which i don't agree with i Hmm. think it does count as organic chemistry all right Mm. because if you think the the classic literature concept of necromancy being frankenstein that's organic chemistry right
3: No, I think the key, the distinguishing difference is that necromancy is a form of magic, i.e. faith-based, and chemistry Mm. is a science. Pretty, Pretty rooted in science.
2: But if you have to study it, and it's based on observation about that thing is dead, what if I made it not dead anymore? Then you could say that there's maybe a hypothesis being created saying, uh, if I were to put magic on this thing, then the skeleton would come to life. And that sounds like science to me.
3: I mean, the principle is true. Like, wizards have to study magic in order yeah. to be able to practice it, but I feel like that also is sort of the distinction between like what we consider fantasy and science fiction.
2: Okay, mm. but
3: but I mean, I don't, like, the argument can be made either way, and it's not fun for me to argue it.
2: Okay. <laughs> but... You're right.
1: Brian, didn't you take Organic chemistry in college—is that correct? I did. I did not. I did take Karen, did it, take
2: it take and I got chemistry? a D in no. it. So okay. don't ask me any questions about it.
3: Oh, okay. Well. Oh, and I- so Mr. Dean, organic chemistry is out here <laughs> trying to define organic chemistry yeah. for the rest of the podcast. Well, as
2: long as it's carbon-based, as long as there's <laughs> an amount of chains and they've they, and maybe there's some benzenes and some mm. benzanes what are uh, those, those are those Explain well, those for the listeners. That's when you got carbons and they're connected and they look like a hexagon and maybe Which not benzenes that? but uh well the th- so if you ever see he- hexagons on a thing and they've got dots there too sometimes well <laughs> buckle up friend you're in for some organic chemistry And sometimes the hexagons look like they're just C's because they're not a full hexagon. And sometimes you'll see the links between the hexagons, they'll have two lines instead of one line. And that means a different thing because they're bonded in a different way. Um, And I mean, that's about all I can remember.
3: You are explaining what symbols look like and then saying that's something, but not explaining what it means at all.
2: (laughs) I mean, well, part of the organic chemistry fun is that it's a thing you find along the way, right? Like it's I don't wanna spoil it for anyone. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's a lot of, I mean, I could go on for hours about organic chemistry, but then what's the what's the fun in figuring it out for yourself? You know what I mean? People who are early in their
1: organic chemistry journey.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: mm. Gosh. <laughs> don't wanna spoil chapter nine for you, but it gets <laughs> wild. <laughs> Whoa.
3: I mean, do we do we think that we have any cohesive theme or idea around which we would want to base this on. Cause I think this is maybe the first episode that we've had recently where we have just kind of just been free it and not had a solid idea by the time that we've gone through yeah. like a bunch of tweets.
2: Okay. Can I, I've got one f- final tweet that potentially could give us something to okay. wrap this all up in. Okay. This one comes from at the underscore rain Sword. Our relationship was so organic that it went rotten after only three hours.
1: Damn. Ooh, okay.
2: And I think this is a solid twist. Right now, organic, I think everyone, it's a positive connotation. People love to see organic. But, like, sometimes in this specific scenario, it's also kind of a sad thing that's happened. Yeah. The relationship has has rotten and has has gone away. In just three hours, you left it out in a paper bag. It got too ripe, and now it's yeah. bad, right?
1: <laughs> Something being organic sort of, it promises decay ultimately, right? Yeah. That's the the bummer of things that yeah. are organic. I know, Bro, I love- what were you
3: saying that you want the song to be? I yeah.
2: was gonna say, well, I think that's the thing, is that like, if, if so many times you hear people describe it as like, oh, it was organic. Like, we just clicked. There was such a mm. great spark between us, mm-hmm. and then three months later, they are sad that they moved into the same apartment together because who's going to get the bed and who's going to get the futon mm-hmm. uh, and who the who paid more attention to the money plant in the corner? Uh, They're going to get to bring that to their next apartment. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think there's maybe bringing a song, not necessarily a breakup song, maybe a maybe a, a little bit of more of a grungy like, wow, why couldn't I see that it's this like, organic like, connection like, we had was going to fall apart so quickly? Mm
3: like an Avril Lavigne skater boy.
2: Absolutely. Oh,
1: because that also brings in kind of a yeah, and I love that. I love taking that
3: stylistic approach to it.
2: Yeah. I you think we do, need You of could that go grunge. the Fallout
3: Boy route too for a long title.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I love to have anything with a Fallout Boy long title. These are
3: not grunge bands, I should be clear, and I am not <laughs> under the impression that they are. Um. Oh, you
2: know that I love that grunge band uh the uh, I can't even think of a single band right now. I don't know
3: any grunge bands. <laughs> I don't think uh, I, I can. I'm Googling I it right think, now. Yeah.
2: Nirvana. Um, If Nirvana is not the Nirvana, first thing. Nirvana, okay.
3: Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains. Okay, oh, I do know but some but I of do
2: want to do a Pearl Jam song one
3: time <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, I, I mean, n- let's
2: do it. Do we want to make it? Mean, oh, Smashing
3: the, Pumpkins is also.
2: Oh, oh I love Avril Lavigne so much, though. I love that like pop punk style. And like, Here's the
3: thing. I feel like pop punk Avril Lavigne style is something that we will probably have the opportunity to do again. But yes. Pearl Jam, I don't mm. think, is something that we would come back around to as often. <laughs> you as don't a think point we keep reference?
2: talking about Pearl Jam? <laughs> no, has been has point. Jonah been cutting out the like four <laughs> minutes we talk about Pearl Jam every, every episode? episode. <laughs> has that been happening? <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, I mean, if we if we want to make a, a this Pearl is like Jam you're song, you saying
3: like you mean like we we're not gonna do another Fish song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> oh no um i mean did, uh, the, the uh, like a few months ago by the way i just want to say that a few months ago a pearl jam album was like the top of the itunes charts <laughs> and like somebody sent me a, a a screenshot of like the itunes charts of the albums to like point out that something was up in the top 10 and the thing that was more surprising to me was again the fact that pearl jam was number one i was like well good for you pearl jam Good job getting that one right up onto the top of the list. Good for you. Maybe they're making a comeback. Maybe it's time for us to make a Pearl Jam song and ride that wave.
0: Better out a farmer's market. Reaching for the same and fruit. Our eyes met across the pears, and three months later we were through our loving road. It quickly lied, the tops were swept away by the rain. She was like a soaring bird, and I was a squirrel on the ground. Just one feeder in the yard, but millennia ceased to go around. We both wanted the same. The bird has been displaced by time You and I Who'd the thought that we will grow apart Now I lie awake in squalor Haunted by the specter of a filthy man have broken hearts, and neither of us think we'll ever love her again He stopped fading when she died, but I stopped living even though I'm still alive What is dust? What is grime? What's the difference between soil and dirt? Has the dirt just been displaced by time? Place my time. You I, have thought that we would grow apart?
3: I have to be honest, like, I don't really have a good conception of what a Pearl Jam song sounds like. We well, just
2: we just heard one, and I think that's going to be nailed. Okay, right? at this point in time, it's. It, but I, but I appreciate your honesty, and I think it's important <laughs> for all of us to admit I have maybe I've listened to a couple Pearl Jam songs, and most of what my understanding of Pearl Jam is is my older brother doing an Eddie Vedder impression uh, at random points back when Guitar Hero was super popular because he'd come in. Uh, and wait, was Pearl Jam also? Did they make Spoonman, or was that Soundgarden?
3: You're not asking the right people. Um, well, give me, give me a second. Spirit. I, I
2: must. Yeah, that was Soundgarden. Never mind. Ignore <laughs> me. a uh, different grunge band. But the, the important thing is that again, I mostly would hear my brother go come in and go. Oh, horse, and he wouldn't even say any words, but I'd be like, oh, that's Eddie Vedder. That's Pearl Jam.
3: I'm now like wondering if I even know what Eddie Vedder sounds like, because that Wait, yeah. is not a recognizable sound wow. for me.
2: Well. It's great to have this conversation after we have committed and already made the song and are now in the end part of our podcast. Mm -hmm.
3: Well, here's the thing. If you want to listen to the other non Pearl Jam songs, but also eventually this one, you can find us on Bandcamp at Let's Make a Music. We put out EPs every five new songs. So we have two EPs out currently. And the next one is obviously coming along swimmingly.
1: And if you'd like to help us in the making of these songs, we put out a prompt for each of these episodes with a word. And we ask for you guys to suggest song titles, titles of songs that you wish existed based on those. And if you if you tweeted us at Let's Make a Music, we might bring up one of your song titles in the podcast.
2: And if you want to support us other ways, you can check us out. Uh, Laura is at LK Gilbert on Instagram. And Karen is at Karen Wyhan on Twitter, and I'm uh, Brian Gilbert on Twitter, or just Brian David Gilbert everywhere else. And you can check out Jonah's music at uh, The Altogether, uh, which potentially by the time this one comes out, we might not have any vinyls left for Silo, but potentially we there will be a few. And if you want to buy some vinyls of uh, the most recent album from The Altogether. And if you want that, you can check that out at thealtogether.bandcamp.com.
3: Well, we're, we're having a lot of trouble coming up with an organic way to end this wow. episode. Oh, well done, well done.
1: <laughs> wow,
2: well Karen nailed done. it. We so, found
3: it. <laughs> uh, so we're just going to sign off now. Uh, thank you guys so much as always for listening. Um, new episodes every two weeks. Uh, yeah.
2: That was it. That was clean.
3: Thank you. If you're looking for another podcast to add to your rotation, you should go listen to Follow Friday. It's the weekly interview podcast about the best people on the internet, where you'll hear from creators like Avery Truffleman, Ryan Broderick, and Allie Ward as they tell host Eric Johnson who they follow online and why. Who makes them laugh? Who inspires them? And who do they have a crush on? You'll discover new people to follow and learn a lot about your favorite creators. You can search for Follow Friday in your podcast app or go to followfridaypodcast.com to learn more.